Hey, let's pray. Uh, God, thank you uh, for today. Thank you for the ability to think about things that uh, we might not think about in other environments and also the opportunity to hear things that we're not going to hear in other environments. Even if we don't like all that's said today or like all of what is thought today, I'm praying that you would teach us in a very significant way, right down to our core, right down to our gut. I pray that you help us to see the reality that's right before our eyes. And I pray that you'd help me to uh, communicate your heart clearly. That's all I want, God, is communicate your heart. So if you would do that for us today, and especially for me, I would appreciate it muchly. In your name I pray, amen. Muchly. That's a, that's, a, that's a word, right? It should be, muchly. Well, um, there could be some very annoyed people in here right now after having just done that song. Very annoyed people. We are in the midst of a, uh, of a political season, in the midst of election season coming up quick. And one of the lines in that song is that one of the lies is that Jesus was not a white middle class Republican. Some of us in here said, woo! But if we would have said Jesus wasn't a... A black middle class Democrat. Some other people might have said, Woo, we're not trying to portray Jesus or God's values as represented in any one political party. In fact, what, what I see, the longer I get to know Jesus, the longer I read the Bible, is that Jesus' values aren't seen fully in any political party or any political system. That's what we're going to look at today. That's what we're going to conclude with today. And that song struck a chord within me when I first heard it a number of years ago that said, man, any kingdom, any system, any worldview, any team that is about itself or not about what God is about is ultimately going to be met with frustration. Because I believe any team, any system, any kingdom that isn't centered on love is ultimately going to be fruitless. And the only system, the only king that's centered on love is Jesus. We well, said, well, love, what does that mean? Uh, a lot of people who believe different things are about love or a lot of different camps are about love. Here, here's what I mean by love. I mean love is when you freely, freely receive whatever comes your way and then you freely empty yourself. When you're not in a transactional economy, if I'll do this for you, if you do that for me, but I'll freely take whatever comes my way and I will freely give you anything, anything that I have, even down to, if need be, my life. This is what Jesus said. Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. It's one of the reasons why, why, why here at Crossroads, we don't uh, sell anything. I've never sold anything. In fact, if you want to know more about our financial principles or what we're doing budgetary-wise this year, you can go on crossroads.net and find a podcast about that. But one of our values here has never been to sell anything. No coffees, no CDs, no selling admission to seminars, no selling anything, on no Bibles, no, no nothing. Not that selling anything is wrong. It builds a strong economy. But the kingdom economy is built on love. It's not built on quid pro quo. It's not built on tit for tat. It's built on love, which means I freely receive what comes my way and I freely empty myself. Well, let's get right down to business. Some of you are wondering, hey, this is political season. This is political season right now. I'm getting a lot of questions, you know. What, who, you know who do you endorse? Does Crossroads have an official endorsement? You know, Brian, how are you going to vote? Um, you know, how, how does this all work? Because, you know, the stakes are, the stakes are very high this year. Very, very high. Um, and so for me, I just feel like it's my obligation to say well, where I'm going, where I'm going is I'm going to the way of Jesus. That's the way I'm going. I'm, I'm not going to uh, McCain. I'm not going to Barack Obama. Here's, here's what I mean by that. I'm not trying to be a little 
I am trying to be a little funny. It was supposed to be funnier than that actually was. Where, um, <laughs> trying to build you up the crescendo where you say, oh my goodness, he's going to do politics? No, we're not. Crossroads is a political free zone. We don't have politics here. Now we'll talk about certain issues, but when it comes down to endorsing candidates or parties, none of them, none of them ever have or ever will completely represent who Jesus is. It just isn't. This is the first year for me that I'm actually undecided. I'm one of those undecided voters. Um, it's, it's because I've come to a place where I'm just frustrated with politics. I'm actually frustrated with our country. And I'm starting to, to believe that maybe I've placed too, hope in our country, too much hope in our country. Maybe I've placed too much hope in my politicians, our politicians. In fact, if I place hope in anything, anything other than Jesus... Slavery will be my end. That's the big idea here today. If I place hope, my hope is in anything other than Jesus, any kingdom other than Jesus, slavery will be the result. Frustration will be the result. It always is. See, we've been looking this series that there's two different realities. There's the way that this world operates, there's the system of this world, and then there's the reality the way Jesus wants to operate, the countercultural kingdom that's coming in our world and pushing against it the other way. And this world, the systems of this world, the normal way that you and I will live will be a way that doesn't bring us life, it's a way that brings us death. It is not a way that brings us joy. It's a way that brings us pain. It's not a way that brings us no regret. It brings us remorse. It's not a way that, br that brings us hopefulness and loving for the future. It brings us depression and, and, and procrastination. That's, that's the normal things of this world. And whatever it is, it will bother us. Where the counterforce of Jesus comes against all the systems of this, this world and comes at us with love. And anything... Anything that is not aligned with Jesus will ultimately bring slavery, will ultimately bring frustration. It will ultimately bring us boxed in, boxed into this wardrobe. It will bring us to a place where we think that this is where we want to live, this is where we want to reside, but we're actually boxed in. We can go nowhere. We have no mobility. And it's interesting that whatever your kingdom is, whatever our kingdom is, we'll always find reasons to justify our kingdom. We've looked at various examples of what our kingdom is. Some of us, our king and our kingdom is sexual conquest, or our king and our kingdom is money, or our king and our kingdom is body beautiful, or our king and our kingdom is, is, is family. And you say, no, how? Family? If that's, if, if, if that's not Jesus, how can my family bring me bondage? Because aren't family, isn't family good? Yeah, family's good. Money can be good too. You know, you're having a good sex life in the right, uh, in the right context can be good too. But what happens? As soon as we place our hope in those things, we become enslaved to those things. So you can have family as your most important thing. And then as soon as you don't get married when you think you should get married, all of a sudden you're in slavery, right? All of a sudden you're out here in the atrium and you can't look at anybody that's your opposite sex without wondering, is that the one? Is that the one? I, all of a sudden, when family is your kingdom, it's the most important thing, all of a sudden, one of your kids starts doing something they shouldn't do, and all of